0: Welcome to the Adoption Discovery Podcast. Your host, Bridget Bradley, is the founder of AdoptionDiscovery.org, a national nonprofit helping people adopt for $0 and in less than nine months for over 15 years. Join us for real support, real help, and real answers to your adoption questions.
1: Hi. All right, today we're talking to Meg Cox. Meg has written a fantastic book that I accidentally picked up. Um, so glad that I accidentally picked it up. Um, it is all about family traditions, and the great surprise for me was that there was actual information in there for adoptive families. And that was just the coolest thing ever because I love those surprises that I run across randomly. So I've invited Meg today to talk to us about her book and some of the things that relate to adoption. So welcome, Meg. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Well, tell me, um, tell me why you think family tradition is important in general. Well, you know, we live in a really loud, chaotic, intrusive
0: culture. And in order to really uh, be close with your family, you have to almost create your own culture and and make it really uh, magical and important and memorable. Um, And that is, it, it protects children. I mean, it gives them a sense of security for one thing, and it gives them a real sense of identity. And all kids need that. And, you know, I say, like, the the first, um, in the beginning, I say that something as simple as when your kid falls down and scrapes their knee, you have a little thing that you always say to them and you always, you know, kiss the boo-boo and, well, kiss the boo-boo, that's a ritual. And you, <laughs> it's a ritual of comfort and it allows them to pick themselves up and keep going. And that is right. also a metaphor for what. That's fantastic,
1: for life, yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, did the, is this something that, were family traditions huge in your family, or what motivated you to write this book? What motivated you, motivated you to put it all together?
0: Well, you know, it was a couple of things. I sort of became a mom kind of late in life. I was, um it took me a while to find the right guy, and then I mm-hmm. uh, I became a mom at 40, and um, I think that, you know, I find that people who are really great at rituals either grew up in a family where it, their parents were incredible about it, or else they felt that, that something was missing, and I think... You know, it was maybe a little bit of both for me. I mean, we had some traditions that were, that were really wonderful, but we also had kind of a complicated family. We had um, two biological children and two adopted children. And so um, I think part of it was me feeling like, you know, more traditions would have helped us feel more like one unit. And at the same time, just sort of as a new mom myself, looking for keys you know like what is something where if i figure out how to do that i'll be a better mom and i felt that way about traditions
1: wow that's great so you grew up in a family that had an adoption story can you tell a little bit about that
0: yeah well it was sort of a, a complicated adoption story as as some are in that um my mother actually adopted two other children that i did not grow up with and um and the saddest one was one where um where the, the mother changed her mind. So my mother bonded with this child, and then the child was, you know, then taken away. And then she adopted several more times, and, and uh, they didn't think they could have children. So she, uh, I grew up with a, um, an adopted sister and adopted brother. Then she got pregnant with me, and then she got pregnant with my sister. So there ended up being, being four of us. And we're all, wow. I mean, so completely different from one another. And very different <laughs> stories and very different people.
1: Right. As we all are. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's really true. So you had traditions in your family.
0: Yes, we do. And we did. And, you know, and a lot of them had to do with... with holidays and uh, and just you know little things. I mean, back in the in the days when there were only three networks, and you, would, you know, it was a big deal to watch you know the Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday night.
1: You know, that was right it. when you actually had to get up and move to the TV to <laughs> yeah. actually turn the channels. Thank God there were only three networks, right? Yeah,
0: yes. <laughs> so there were there were things like that, and. Um, they uh you know, Easter baskets and Christmas stockings and my mother was also a crafter, so I mean we, we did literally have completely identical red, white, and blue sweaters. all six <laughs> <at the> same same <laughs> sweater.
1: Oh my goodness, that photo has to be everywhere, right? <laughs> so tell me what, what do you think as a member of an adoptive family, what what did traditions mean to your family as far as an an extra add-on or do you, when you're talking when you're talking to an adopted family they're saying we well we have biological children but we're thinking about adopting or or backwards you know we we don't have biological children and we're thinking about adopting then what do you think tradition can do for them? I mean really, what do you think it can do for them?
0: yeah well you know now that I have written several books about traditions and i've been i've been studying and, and researching and interviewing people for 20 years you know um i think a lot more is is known about adoption but i looking back think it would have helped my adopted siblings if there had been a couple of traditions that really that really um were about the, the adoption itself i mean it's not like they didn't know it's not like it was like Oh, this is a secret, and we don't talk about it. It was all very open, but I right. think if there was a way to sort of celebrate this special element of them, I think that that might have have helped. I, I really do Um, thinking about about both of them and and some
1: of the issues that 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 they had and so forth. So, give me an example of what what those traditions might have been. Well, do you, do you have an idea of yeah, what you thought well, might have been cool? Yeah.
0: Well, I think you know. Now, I, I've talked to and interviewed a great uh, number of. Um, of uh, families of adoption, and, and I really do think having these these um, special days around the arrival of the child, whether it's airplane day, or gotcha day, or homecoming day, or whatever it might be called, uh, I think that's a really good idea. And, and there's one um, family I found um, that really was, um, they, they what they did was they just had something that they called family day. And uh, they had biological children, they had adopted children, and family day was all of our story together. Let's just sort of tell our different stories and how we are also one family and celebrate us as one family. And I think that's another way to do it because it's celebrating who everybody is. And it's also, I think, for young kids, you can't always predict when they're going to want to open that door, when they're going to want to have a conversation about it. And this is a place... Where that can be relaxed and that can be a time when they're ready to say, "Oh, okay, Um, this is." Tell me more about it, because they'll understand and have more questions as they get older.
1: That's fantastic. So, is it family day? Is once a year, once a week, once a month? What is that? In in the this one family I interviewed, it was it was uh, once a year. Okay, but of course you could do it differently. But I think
0: once a year, at at least, you know, you could do it maybe every. 6 months or something but I think once a year is is a good is a good time.
1: That's very cool. So what's another thing that you think would be great for an adoptive family as a tradition?
0: Um well I think most of what is great is just this is the sense of we're all in this together. So I I don't think you want to go overboard. I think it depends on the child. And if you have a child who's adopted from another culture, then another thing to celebrate would be having to do with that culture, so it's not just you know you are um, adopted and we're biological and let's celebrate both those things, but you know here is this background that you have that is added to the family and let's all celebrate that together, and I think that's very important and uh, and and it's um, it's it's a very valuable thing to do and and I think it enriches the whole family, and I have a story in my book about a, a young woman who was. Um, uh, Adopted, I, I believe, from um, Korea and uh, Korea or China—I don't know where she was from—but but somewhere in, in Asia. And she specifically told the story about how on her wedding um, day she wanted to be very careful to get a gown that would show off this tattoo she had gotten on her back, and it was <laughs> it was a Celtic knot to celebrate her Irish background. <laughs> You know, so that is obviously a family where everything is celebrated, where we're this wonderful, happy mix of who we are and let's celebrate all of it. And that she owned that. She felt right to be a That's so cool.
1: (laughs) So so I in reading the book, I was just so excited about so many different things that I picked up and I tell people. That have adopted are going to adopt and people that adoption is not even on their radar like you know if you're gonna have kids in general here's a great thing like you, you got to try this I heard about this the other day or I read this the other day and so I'm just going through your book just it just was like for a creative person it just blows you up <laughs> it makes sure because every time you read something you think oh and you know you could do this and you could do this and you could do this and it, it's kind of like a um, a starter you know for a brainstorming session that just goes insane so give me an example of two great tradition traditions that are from the book that are really easy to implement but have really big impact on the family and just this can be your own personal opinion or can be things you've heard from other people's experience but share with us something from the book because I want people to pick this book up and I want them to just devour it like I did sure. and really enjoy it so well, tell me a million examples and I really
0: love that you picked up on the template aspect of it. But that uh, they're all from real families they're not just you know just something i pulled out of my my hair but um <laughs> but the idea is that there's also a section at the beginning about how do you build a, a tradition from scratch where does it come from how here are the elements and so forth so two that uh that i think are really good and a- again um one of them is is daily and i have a lot in the book about daily things like bedtime and dinner time and and nap time and um this is uh started with a father um who, uh, you know, when his when his uh, daughter was quite young and he knew it was kind of hard for her. She would wake up in the morning and, uh, and he would already be off at work. And so every day at the end of the day, he does just a really simple drawing. I mean, even like stick figures, it's not elaborate. He sits down, he does a drawing (laughs) about her day, um, whatever happened that day. And it can be funny, it can be sad, it can be whatever. And then, um, he makes it after she goes to bed. And when she wakes up in the morning, um, it's at the kitchen table. So there's this, it's like a love note every day. And, uh, wow. It's, it's just become a very special thing. So it's that, it's that dailiness and that, and that um, sort of thinking ahead. And, and the mother saves some of them. She's eventually going to do a book and, and all that
1: yeah that's that's the that's the kind of thing that started my mind thinking. I'm like, okay, as big as I am into technology, we could um we could do um, screenshots of it and do a flip through so it's like a virtual book and oh, oh my would, gosh, and just keep it forever and yeah. show her kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, so now another one that's another fantastic. thing that I have a lot of in the book because I this is an area I think that a lot of people don't really appreciate with ritual because they think, okay, how are we gonna celebrate uh, Thanksgiving and birthdays? Um, but uh, one of the great things about ritual is the way you can use it to solve problems. Whenever you have a creaky area, a, a meltdown area in your day where your kid reliably is going to melt down at point X, then, mm-hmm. then you can create a tradition and a little ritual that helps smooth it over and, and get past it. And One of my favorite ones in the book is the Yes Jar. And this is a woman who has two little girls uh, under seven. and. So she works, and she comes home, and they're just at her heels, and they're like, you know, Mommy, I want to, you know, play play this board game with me now, and, you know, Mommy, I want to put on my tutu and, you know, dance around, and I I no, you can't because we have to go here, or I have to make dinner, or, you know. So when she has to say no uh, to something that she otherwise would like to say yes to, uh, they write it down on a piece of paper, and they put it in their yes jar, and then once a month, it's yes day, and they put all the little papers on the on the kitchen counter, and they each get to pick out a couple and sort of put together this yes day where, you know, they start out by eating chocolate donuts, and, <laughs> and have, you know, they get to jump up and down in the bed, and then they go to the zoo, and, but, you know, it's it's a way to um, take the sting out of no and, and build a special day, so it's, like, fabulous.
1: That's fantastic. Um, one of the things I I don't know if you um, you you're well you're multi talented. I know you do quilting, and one of the ideas that you talked about um, that you integrated your quilting and your family tradition um, background is the the each year doing the quilting. Can you explain that? Do you yes. do you remember which one we talked about? That's yes. fantastic. And, you know, I, I love that.
0: I, I am a quilter, and I wrote a six hundred page resource guide for quilters. But this <laughs> actually was an idea of a wonderful babysitter I had, and my son was really little, and <clears throat> she was into homemade gifts, and so uh, for Christmas, when he was about two, she gave me a cloth bag, and it was full of 20 squares of plain, you know, unbleached muslin fabric, it's kind of off-white, and they were cut like, you know, nine inches square, and she gave me a red fabric marker and a green fabric marker, and she said, every year, Max is going to decorate one square, and someday, it's going to be a quilt, you know, every year at Christmas, he would do this, and so... I actually remembered to do that. I kept the bag somewhere visible. Oh, wow. I forget about it. And every year he did it. And it was, it was so much fun because by the time he was done, it really was a record of his passions and his skills because, you know, like the year he could write his name, it was just his name. <laughs> and, read and read in an
1: <laughs> But how great is that? Like yeah. he's got that forever. Like you don't lose that paper that no. they wrote there, you know, there forever. That's yeah. very cool. And there's,
0: you know, I, telling the book how to do it. It's a very simple uh, pattern and if you're not somebody who sews you can go to the local quilt shop and find somebody to put it together for you. But it's um it's the kind of ritual that I really love that grows over the years. And then you have this incredible me- memento when you're done.
1: Wow. Can you get the can you get the quilting squares like from a craft store? Can you buy the pre-done quilting squares and well, like she did really, for you? you is need that possible? to do
0: is go to any fabric store like a Joann's or a local quilt shop. And tell them that you want, um, I, I, you know, I have the math off the top of my head, whether it's a, a yard and a half or what it is, but tell them that you need to cut 20 squares that are 9 inches by 9 inches, and they will tell you how much yardage you need, and they'll... Uh, all you have to do is cut it, you know, get a ruler. If you oh. have a, you know, a fancy cutter or anything, just get a ruler and mark off the squares and, and cut them up and get your red and green markers and you're to go.
1: <laughs> okay, another question on that, and you're going to think I'm going down the rabbit trail, but can you do, like, you know how people collect t-shirts from family vacations or um, you know, how they, kids are into things differently every year. Like I know whenever I, I was a nanny for years and years. And so when I call my families to do the birthday gift, I always say, what are they into this year? You know, cause every year it changes. And so, you know, they're into Pokemon this year or they're into Winnie the Pooh this year or, you know, and as they get older, it changes. Oh, they're into cars this year, you know, um, or they're not into anything except for schoolwork. So, um, I think, is there a way to put those things, I mean I know you're saying do the marker, but can you take the old t-shirts and cut them up? I know kids like love their blankies. Oh, absolutely. You know, clothes and there
0: are people who make t-shirt quilts. Again, if you are not a quilt really there are people who make t-shirt quilts. You can find them online. Or my best bet is to go again to the local quilt shop and ask them for somebody they know who is reliable. Um, and to tell you the truth, I'm a quilter myself, but my son is about to, um, don't tell him this, he's about to graduate from high school in a couple <laughs> weeks, and I gathered together a bunch of t-shirts from when he was little, and is making them for me now, and oh, fantastic! this is going to be the one from when he was little, and a lot of it is lizards, pictures of lizards, and Pokemon, and things like that, <laughs> but I'm going to give him the option of a second one that is based on the, t- the t-shirts that he's wearing now, particularly the one he's very involved with theater at school, um, would he like a second one, and he would could pick out the, the shirts but it's a it's a great gift and I know some people like to do them and give them to their kids when they go off to college
1: that's fantastic and being able to that that child can then pass that blanket down or that quilt to their child which is fantastic I mean it just that just warms me up I just love that so um, I love all of your ideas. This book is jam-packed. Tell them, tell tell people how they can, well, tell them the name of the book, and then it's going to be, they're going to be able to see it. Um, but also, your quilting, so I know if they want to implement some of these ideas, sometimes I felt like, I, I'm, I'm not in quilting world, so I know there's a whole world of people out there, and it's a new generation of people that are out there, and, and you're considered one of the quilting thought leaders I've heard, so yes. tell, me, <laughs> tell me the names of your books, and tell me um, you know, what, your, what resources you have, website, or whatever else that people can go to.
0: Sure. Well, um, the latest book is The Book of New Family Traditions, How to Create Great Rituals for Holidays and Every Day. And this is a brand new edition, expanded. I, I originally did a book of that title, came out in two thousand three, and it, that time went by, and I said, "Oh, I have so much more to say." So it's twice <laughs> as much stuff as it was in the original. Fantastic. So that's that book, and the um, the um, quilting book, uh, which came out in two thousand eight, is the Quilter's Catalog, a co- and it's a comprehensive resource guide. It does have some projects in it, however. But a great way to find me and keep up with what I'm doing is my website, um, megcox.com. And at megcox.com, I have information about all my books, but also a blog. So there's a blog there, and I have things on um, what I'm up to and how to celebrate things. I also do a Facebook page that is just about traditions, and that's just facebook.com uh, slash traditions book. And if you go there... I update that two or three times a week and every time a major holiday comes around, I've got fresh ideas there.
1: Mm, So so
0: that's another good place to go.
1: Very cool. Exciting. I'm so excited to share this with our families and hopefully they will pick it up and pour through it like I did, put some post-it notes on there and say, I want to do this. This is a Definitely, for sure, tradition that I want to start. I'm going to start it right now. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day, and I hope that we can continue to connect with you and keep up with some new ideas that you have because it sounds like you've got stuff going all the time. Well, I'm always um,
0: looking for more. It's just it's an endless uh, it, it's just an en- endless uh, source of interest for me, and uh, you know, I mean,
1: I just stop people on the street and ask about their. To- <laughs> That's a fun day, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Maybe with some of our families, we'll share their family traditions with you, and we can have a back-and-forth exchange. I think that would be exciting. So That's we will bad. we will try to pull those in and get those to you, and if you could keep sharing with us, we would love it. And we really, really appreciate your time today, Meg.
0: Thanks so much, Bridget.
1: Thank you. All right. We'll talk, talk again soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Meg Cox today, and she has a great book, and we hope that you will buy it. Talk soon. Bye-bye.
0: Join us for a life-changing experience. Just go to adoptiondiscovery.org today for more information about how to make your adoption easier. Join like-minded people and learn about new and innovative ways to adopt. We look forward to celebrating adoption with you. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And please, share Adoption Discovery with everyone you know.